Hello everyone and welcome to Autism Stories, where we connect you with amazing people who are helping autistic adults and teens become more successful. I'm your host, Doug Bletcher, the founder of Autism Personal Coach. The majority of our communication is not the words that come out of our mouths, but our body language, the nonverbal communication. That is why I've become so fascinated with dance because you can communicate through movement what you might not be able to express as easily with words. So I am so happy today to have Becky Parker join us to talk about her dance career and how dance has been so helpful to her and can be beneficial to so many other autistic people. If you would like to be notified about each week's episode of Autism Stories, we suggest you subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. We would also appreciate if you could give us a positive rating and review as it will help others to learn about autism stories. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Becky, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I wanted to uh, start out by learning where does your story in the autism community begin? My story in the autism community begins... Well, began in 2015, I think, and that's when I was first diagnosed with autism. And I think it was from then I started looking for opportunities in dance that were more inclusive, and because that would be a lot better for me. And I think that's where my journey began. And I and I started a Facebook page called Autistic Dancer, and just to try and engage with more people who dance on the spectrum and yeah I just started to share bits of my learning as I learned and I think that way that's the way I started connecting with other people who had autism and yeah so a lot of that was done through social media at first. Now I always say there's a sport or physical activity for everyone and I wanted to talk with you because you're a professional dancer. Why do you think that dance was the has been right for you? I think it happened by accident because I didn't always know that I had autism. And so when I was at school, I think I was 14, and my teacher, her parents even said to my mum that because um, I didn't really engage with school, I, I was really quiet and withdrawn, so I should start drama classes, but I didn't want to talk to anyone. So... Mm -hmm. But I wanted to dance, so it was kind of the compromise. Um, so that's when it, that started, and it, it just became a place for me to escape to. And it just felt like I could be me during that time. I just became really obsessed with dance, and it's helped me a lot, I think. And what type of dance do you, do you primarily focus on? And I primarily focus on contemporary and ballet, but it wasn't always contemporary. So I used to do ballet, tap and modern dance, and it was quite um, strict with what you had to do and how you had to do it. And that, that those specific dance steps and rules. So when I then started contemporary, I hated it at first because there was no rules. You just had to do anything, and that I really struggled with not having rules and but now I love it because I can be, do anything and really express myself through contemporary dance. So. For you, what was what was frustrating about not having any rules? 
I think just I always feel more safe, I think, with rules because I know that this is the way to do it because I haven't always, always known how to do something. Do you know what? Like I've always felt like everyone was born knowing how to do things and why we do things and what things mean. So rules really make me feel safe and I know I know what I'm doing. So it was it was very frustrating not having that and, and being asked to create a contemporary dance at first was it felt impossible because I was going back to my ballet steps and my jazz and modern steps because that's what I knew was a dance step. <laughs> so I think it was just learning to move as me and knowing that movement, any movement is dance really. And yeah, but it's it's good now to know that you can do anything so you can create new things and show people. And, and how long have you been dancing for? I've been dancing for roughly 16 years and yeah had a few breaks on and off for different reasons and gave up a few times but yeah it's been a long journey so my my niece is in high school and has been dancing for several years and put put in many hours um, and has improved immensely over the years and I'm, I'm definitely proud of her but she's probably a long ways from being a professional dancer. So so I'm wondering how much dedication or training on your part did it take to get to this level? It took a lot of training, but yeah, I would say that for me it's been more the dedication and the passion that's kind of got me to where I am rather than the training. Um, so I think there's a lot more online now, which is much more accessible. Um, to people because it it's not easy going to a dance class when you're on the spectrum because it's it's yeah it's just a lot of noise different people and whereas if you're at home and you can now train online it's so much easier yeah a lot of dedication just yeah just use the passion and yeah I think when people have told me I can't do something it's, that's kind of been my I, I, yeah that's really what's really motivated me at times. Now, now you're, you're also a choreographer and created a dance called Hunting for the Unicorn that explores your younger years as an, as an artistic person. Can you share with our listeners more about this dance? So, Hunting for the Unicorn is a solo dance piece. Um, and it, yeah, it's based on my experience growing up with autism, but not knowing that I had autism, and just kind of the, the different struggles that people face. Um, uh, the, the point of it is just to send the message to people that it doesn't matter who you are, how whatever differences you have, and just that everything is, each of those differences is special and unique and should be celebrated. Yeah, it's just it's a, it helps people search within themselves for what makes them special and unique, and just celebrates that within them. So it had had bits in there was a a school kind of section where I was sat at a desk, and then there was a voice coming from the speakers and just giving different instructions. But my interpretation back then and sometimes now would be totally different to someone who wasn't on the spectrum. So say. For example, 
put your thinking caps on. So then I would then put a cap on. And, and then if I raised my hand and it said, put your hands down, I wouldn't just put my hand down, I would put my hands on the floor. And so just sharing people with people my perspective, but through dance, because at the time that, that, that was being choreographed, and I was being supported by Tin Arts with that, which is an organisation in Durham. And so back then, it, I think it was about two years ago, I couldn't just talk like I am now to you. And I couldn't just talk to people about it. So that was really my only way to help people understand by showing them through dance. So it was really an important part of my dance life. <laughs> and what do you, and what's been the difference from now, now uh, compared to two years ago where you're able to talk about these things? I think it was, it felt like the first time I performed for the Unicorn, it felt like that was me kind of telling the world and, and explaining to people and helping them understand me. And also, it, people said it helped them understand their children or other people. Um, but I think from then, it, I was able to like have a conversation with someone because they would ask me about it and about this the dance piece and I think that's where I just seem to get more confident talking about my autism and because I felt like it was out there now yeah. and I think yeah a lot of the research that went into that dance piece and kind of looking back through my younger years it helped me understand myself more and then that was easier for me to put into words I think. Make, makes a lot of sense. Beyond dancing, you are a leadership coach. Um, I'm always very interested in anyone that's involved in coaching. So what, what's been your, this experience been like for you? Amazing. And um, it's still happening now. So I, um, I applied for a job last year um, to be a leadership coach with Inclusion North, um, which is an organization that really passionate about making inclusion a reality for everyone with a learning disability and or autism or just anyone and so I applied for it and then I found out that I got the job so I was totally shocked for a very long time about just getting a job getting a paid job and so that was that was big and then when I started it was I was really nervous but it I can use my experiences to help other people. And so the type of work I'm doing is, um, I work with a team, on a team of three with another two people, and we are um, making boards of directors and trustees um, more accessible so that people with a learning disability and or autism can be part of a, a board of directors within an organization. Just have that, that real, important decision-making right from the top. Um, yeah, so it feels really good to kind of help change the world. And I just like helping to make things more inclusive, and I really enjoy the work. Now, in preparing to talk with you, I came across a website that has your brand, Autistic Dancer Clothing. So I'm, I'm wondering, for you, what do you see the connection with dance and fashion? I think it's probably a lot to do with costumes and dance wear, things that I wear to dance. Um, but I think um, it was really important to me 
because I've yeah I, I'm really into dancewear and clothing sports and things so I've tried hundreds of times and I've applied um, to a lot of different companies within dance brand and and I've just said hey you're looking for an ambassador um, on your website or I saw it on Instagram and um, please can I you know be involved and I've always been turned away um, so it, it just it started to affect my confidence and I, I could see that in a lot of well all dancewear catalogues that I know of it's all there's no one with I can't say without autism because you can't really tell obviously um, I always tell but there's no one in say a wheelchair or yeah with a physical disability you don't do you know what I mean? It just seems to be the perfect ballerina in all of the pictures. So that that's something that I'm really passionate about. Passionate about kind of going forwards with looking into that sort of thing. Just making everything, not just the physical dancing, but how dance dance wears promoted. If that makes sense. Yeah. And so to have my own brand was amazing because it. I just thought if I can't do it for someone else, then I'll just do it. So I contacted um, a company called Weird Triangle, and so we collaborated on a lot of the designs. And so I'm really proud of that. And just and how can uh, how can people purchase uh, autistic dancer clothing? Uh, and the website is weirdtriangle.com, and then there's a link on there. Um, the different brands and the artistic dancer is one of them and that's where you can find all of my clothing range now now what about autistic people that want to pursue dance as a career what would what advice would you give to them i would say if you want to pursue a career in dance definitely go for it and there'll be a lot of ups and downs and a lot of situations where you you just got to not compare yourself to other people and just keep going and use that passion to drive you through it because it is worth it, definitely. Because then it, it can seem like a really long journey at times and where you, you don't feel like you're getting anywhere sometimes. But then when you kind of come over one of those hurdles and then you look back and see how far you've come, it, yeah, it's really feels like an amazing achievement but sometimes it doesn't feel like that you just gonna never give up and thinking about the future like what are your goals in dance my goals in dance are um, I want to get into teaching dance um, I've recently got onto a teaching program um, with a company called company of others where I will be teaching four zoom classes Zoom dance classes and so I'm really excited about that and I just want to really push forward with my teaching and just try and show people that I can do it and that I just need to be given a chance and continue to perform and, and I think mainly focus on sending messages through dance and helping people understand visually and um, which will help them understand other people. Yeah it's, there's more than one way to communicate. Yeah definitely. Well, Becky, I really appreciate your time. Thanks so much and uh, for, for joining us today.
Thanks so much for having me. As always, thanks to everyone for listening, and a special thanks to Becky. Are you autistic and a fan of the animated show Adventure Time or want to learn what all the fuss was about? Then join our virtual group as we discuss Finn the Human, Jake the Dog, Marceline the Vampire Queen, and much more at this month's Autism Personal Coach virtual animation group on Friday, July 24th, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. The link can be found for this virtual meeting in the podcast description for this episode. On next week's episode of Autism Stories, we will talk with Super Spectrum Girl about all the wonderful illustrations she does to highlight the autistic community. Talk to you then.